I'm glad you're with me today because we're talking about a really important subject, and that is time. And we're not just talking about it generally. We're talking about it specifically in relationships that we have because our relationships are what really matter. You see, life is really made up of a relationship with God, a relationship with others. And if we don't build our relationship with God and we don't build our relationship with others, then we get to the end of our life. What do we have to show for it? There's nothing worthwhile there. So it's important that we take that seriously. And I want you to just join me as we continue that theme today. And and I, I just want you to see again the absolute necessity of time in building relationship. I've already mentioned that most people uh, have gotten their priorities all lopsided because a career or something like that. And a lot of us have compartmentalized life to Sunday, to church, to a little bit of the Bible. But we don't have Christ in our lives every day making a difference. Ray Kroc, who founded McDonald's, believed in God, family, and McDonald's in that order. But he said, I have to say, in the office, the order was reversed, McDonald's, family, and God. You see, that's what often happens to us. We start out with God first, but we end up putting everything ahead of God and family that relates to the business, that relates to our career. And that's not true success. I think true success is faithfully pleasing God with all the resources and responsibilities he has given us. And a major part of that is building relationships that last. Barbara Walters once interviewed Ted Turner, the Atlanta millionaire, and asked him what he felt to be, why he, why he, what it felt like to be so wealthy. And he said, it's like a paper bag. Everyone sees the bag and wants it. Once you get the bag, you discover, though, the bag is empty. There's more to life than success and money, and that's relationships. It's knowing that you have a wonderful relationship with a one man or a woman in marriage or a friend who's closer than a brother or kids that are very dear. It's knowing that you have a relationship so that as time goes on, you still have someone there to care, and you care. So I want to say something else about time. It, we have to plan to take time to build relationships. You see, relationships don't just happen. Moses said we need to ask God to help us. We need him to teach us how to number our days, how to measure time. Paul says that we need to walk like wise men. We need to learn how to live so that we don't waste time and so that we rightly use time. The Bible says we are to redeem time. That's to buy it back. Who are the persons with whom you would like to build a relationship? Well, first on your priority list ought to be God. If you want to please God with your life, the place to start is knowing him. It's hard, if not impossible, to please God if you don't know him. A personal relationship with Jesus Christ means you acknowledge that you're a sinner and that you trust him with your life. You give him your life and you allow him to become the Lord of your life. And you spend time with him and you talk to him in prayer and you open up the word and see what he has to say to you. My wife and I have been reading together uh, through the book of Matthew, and we just finished it. We read a uh, chapter or so each day, and also from the Psalms. And we've been reading about the cross and all the things that led up to the cross. And it's it's been, it's been heart-touching. I've read it hundreds of times, but it's been heart-touching again because it reminded me of what Christ has done for me and how much I need a relationship with the God who loves me like he loved me enough to send his son and, and Jesus who paid that price for me. 
You see, there's no drive-through window for knowing God. It requires purpose and time. And it doesn't mean you have to spend hours with God in prayer every day. It just means you take time to acknowledge Him, to trust Him, to let His Word speak to you, and, and, let, and let you talk to Him in prayer. And our career can't be God. There are other successful things that can't be God, but we must be willing to let Jesus call the shots. That doesn't mean that we avoid responsibilities. I've, a lot of people use God for an excuse. Well, God told me this, or God told, one guy told me that God told him to divorce his wife. And I said, well, if he did, he totally acted against everything he ever said in Scripture, and I don't believe that. Well, of course, the guy knew it in his heart. That was just his way of trying to pass off his guilt for being a terrible husband, a terrible father, and now a philanderer who was involved with someone else. Let me illustrate. A man who owns a very lucrative business several years ago went with his wife to a strategic planner to help them chart the course for the rest of their lives. For the better part of a morning, the consultant listened to them talk about themselves, their goals, their aspirations, and what they wanted out of life. Finally, he took out a blank piece of paper and he drew a small box on top of it. On, on the one side of the box, he wrote two words, Jesus and money. Then he looked at the couple and said, from what you've told me this morning, you, there are two major forces that have powered your life up to now. But as I see it, you're at the point where one or the other has to take a priority. Now you tell me which one of these words do you put in the box, Jesus or money. I will tell you how to map out a strategy for the rest of your life. If you want Jesus in the box, fine. I'll show you how to organize your life around him. If you want money in the box, I'll show you how to do that. Which word do you want in the box? According to the man, the room was quiet for about three or four minutes. The couple didn't say a word to each other. They didn't need to. They realized they had come to the fork in the road where they were going to have to decide what the agenda, the agenda mattered. The financial interest of their business are Christ. Furthermore, the person who had articulated this turning point was not a preacher or a minister, and he had no vested interest in them. He was a highly paid strategic consultant with no interest in religion or Christ or concern for their choice either way. And I was glad to report that the couple put Jesus in the box. By their own testimony, it's made a profound difference in the course of their lives ever since. They chose a commitment to Christ's lordship, and everything else in life was made to revolve around that. They built a life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now, if that's not true in our lives, then the great joy and purpose of life will be missed. But second, we want to build a lasting relationship with our family. We must plan time for our family. One of the things I realized early in my ministry and is that I would never get finished with my job. I could never make all the visits necessary, pray all the prayers necessary, do all the study necessary, have all the meetings necessary. It was impossible. I could never do it. I could never get through. I could never get finished. I could never get complete. I worked hard. I worked long hours. I put in a lot of time on my schedule. One of the things I discovered was that I can also schedule time for my family. Every one of us will stand before God one day and reverse how, rehearse how successful we were in our careers, our business, and our families. And that's what matters. I've never heard anybody say on their deathbed, I wish I'd spent more time with my business. And most everybody says, I wish I'd spent more time with my family. We have to recognize the margin for building relationships. Somebody called it the principle of replacement. Most of us don't have any time left, and so we plan to do things with our family. 
we have to leave something else undone. We have to figure that this is more important, spending time with my family, than some of these other things. And once we begin to do that, it makes a real difference. We're going to pick up there and finish this at our next session. But I hope that you will realize today that God's worth it, your family's worth it, you're worth it, and when you get your time right and you spend your time correctly, life is worth it, and it makes a difference. God bless you. Have a great day.